Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I've got some helpful tips to help you with your content marketing, no matter what type of content marketing that may be. My personal five pillars, of course, for those of you who've been with me for a long time, welcome back. You've heard this before, but for those of you who are new to The Discontent Show, you're not content with your content. That is, it could be your social media, it could be your blogging, podcasts, sending out newsletters, and perhaps maybe you're an author out there working with ebooks, or at least you're enticing and building email newsletters by offering something like a free ebook on whatever it is you may be positioning yourself as an expert with, whatever you're selling, whatever your brand, business, whatever you may be doing. This could even be a side hustle, but one of the toughest things, no matter what walk of life that you come from, one of the things that I've found very difficult, difficult to do is you got this like almost kind of like a juggling act. You get you get the creative juices going, right? And let's say you could sit down, you have something that's like your evergreen type content. It doesn't have like an expiration on it, so to speak. So if you're not covering something that's like current events or news sports, something of a timely matter with like an event that's coming up or, you know, what I'm getting at here. It's something that you could talk about just like myself when it comes to content marketing, where maybe you want to sit down and you can actually, you know, you feel the flow. You're not uh, struggling, let's say, for a topic. Uh, you got like two or three or four that are on your mind and you, and you bang those out. You write four blogs or you record four podcasts or you have your social media set and ready to go. Oh, social media being the big one, of course. Uh, you could burn through things real quick and then you're burned out. So today's show, this episode is all about, this is something that I wrote about on the blog, uh, on my own blog over JoeKuzma.com uh, late last year. And I had this article that was titled The Careful Balance Between Slow Trickle Content and Spamming. And I mean, it's two real extremes if you were looking at it. Uh, it's completely end, different ends of the spectrum here where you allow things to go with a very slow burn. And that is, let's say you bang out four four blogs, for example. And oh man, you're really excited because this is really good content. You do really great work. You want to get that stuff out to the masses ASAP. Well, sometimes that's not the best idea. And there's a few reasons for that. But let me explain real quick what this idea of a content trickle is. Um, if you've ever seen a leaky faucet, and I have because I have one that was just broken. It was in my bathroom. I just fixed it. And it, it's, you know, it drip, drip, drip real slow. Now, you don't necessarily, <laughs> you want it to drip, drip, drip in the case of content, not like your bathroom faucet uh, being leaky there. But what you don't want is you don't want it to become a major problem where it's a deluge and you don't want it to shut off completely. Sometimes everyone needs a break. But what happens is, is when you have those creative juices flowing and you got all these things and you have a nice little pile of content on the side, you want to be consistent. You want to have a schedule. You may even get an old school calendar, whether it's digital or a physical calendar that you write on and start mapping out and planning this stuff because it's going to help you out because you know what happens. 
let's say you posted four blogs in one week, then all of a sudden you go two weeks without doing one. It's inconsistent. You're going to lose part of your audience. You're going to lose their attention. Whereas let's say you're on a once a week schedule, you have just completed your entire month's worth of writing and you're not going to suffer from burnout. And you could let that slowly trickle out. And if you're doing this the way that I always recommend, which is driving people to your own website, your own blog, then this gives you some social media posts to work with as well, because you're always going to promote those posts on social media. And you're going to do it right away. But guess what? In two weeks, you could come back to the original one. And this kind of starts to take care of itself if you're getting the full picture here. You don't want to overwhelm your audience either. If you post four things, if you put up four blogs and then you're putting it on social media right away, it's like boom, 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 boom. It's rapid fire. That's what I mean by spamming. I, I get it. Sometimes, uh, you know, the creative juices, the amount of stuff that you can produce with content, uh, more than likely in a lot of cases, you're not a content marketer. This is another hat that you're wearing. You haven't hired a professional such as myself to handle this type of stuff for you. So this is one of many things that you need to take care of within your own business or hobby or this is maybe even a side thing that you do. And this is yet another side thing to the side thing that you do because you're trying to market whatever it is that you're doing, service widget that you're selling, whatever be the case, it's always a feast or famine proposition. And I don't want you to be in feast or famine. I want you to be content with your content. What a pun, what a play on words, right? So the content trickle is, uh, you've probably heard this actually, it's more or less something that comes out of, um, it's a term that comes out of email marketing where you've seen, you sign up for something and then you're slowly bombarded by emails. And this isn't necessarily what I'm speaking about today. I'm trying to apply this to content, but you've seen the kind of the, the drip that they do. They call it like a content drip or email drip or something of that uh, along those lines. And one of the things you might want to do here when you're slowly doing this, let's say you write, I deal with this with a lot of people that I, I, I uh, work with, clients, colleagues, etc., where they write this fabulous let's say, blog post or article or whatever it is on a topic. And it could be, let's say, three things about whatever, three ways to do this or do X or Y or Z. And then X, Y, and Z themselves are like six, 700 words a piece. Why? You can maybe take X and make one blog post out of it, take Y, make another one. All of a sudden, X, Y, Z, instead of being like, 4,000 words in this very long article that no one's, they're going to skim through it. People get impatient. This is, the, the, you know, 2019 now. People are just scrolling. Their finger just keeps moving on their iPad, you know what I mean? Or on their phone, it would take forever. And then you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, which is also, you know, that can get a little annoying and people have a short attention span. But now X, Y, and Z have become three different blog posts instead of just one week, one day, you have content and if you're doing this daily, this is really going to help you out. Now you have three times as much content. Holy cow, who knew? But beware, you got you to gotta give some value here. And if you're breaking it up just for the sake of breaking it up and it has like no meat to it, I've seen these things before where somebody, I don't know, they have an entertainment website, for example. Somebody tweets something out and just for the sake, because you need content, you're going to copy, you're going to report on somebody's 280 characters or less. And they're going to say, so-and-so starred in whatever movie, so-and-so did this, and it's just a bunch of blah, 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 as I call a tweet sandwich. Do not get 
into that type of trap where you don't have enough substance and you're a slave to your own content. What you want to be able to do is, is you want to use this type of method to create a consistent editorial calendar for yourself, set it where you're comfortable. And sometimes, you know what, if you miss, you miss. I'm just as guilty on my website, especially around holidays or busy times of the year. I, I, I missed a week on a podcast a few weeks ago, but you don't want to miss like three weeks is where I'm getting at. I think people will forgive you. Maybe they'll see there isn't an episode for a particular week. Maybe you were sick, as was the case with I, I, I was sick a couple of weeks ago. I missed one. I apologize for that. I always like to be there for my listeners. But you know what? Sometimes you have to take care of yourself. And this, you know, if I had actually maybe even followed my own type of script here, didn't have the creative juices and or the time to get it done. But in some cases, you end up sick and you've already done two, three, four, five items, pieces of content. You have them scheduled or completed or at least in the works to where maybe instead of spending an hour on something, you've already done that. And now you only need maybe five or 10 minutes and boom, it's out there. Because when you're not feeling well, you have to take care of friends, family, kids, whatever be the case, other business, something breaks in your house, whatever it may be. Now you've got it taken care of. But that's why I mean you have to be careful because you get that little fire under your butt. You get something that's new. It's like, you know, the money that's burning a hole in your pocket, that itch you want to scratch. This is really good stuff. I want to fire all this stuff out. You also got to pull the reins back on that too and just realize that you don't want to be rapid fire with some of your content. You're going to end up you're going to end up competing with yourself is what you're going to do. You're going to put blog post A up against blog post B within a short amount of time. And then if you catch everybody that way, that's great. You may not. But if you catch everybody, then what? Where's C? And I don't want you to overwhelm yourselves. Again, feast or famine, you have to know when and where is the best time. And only you know that by any means. Only you would know that. So... Um, that's something you could think about when you're doing this with social media, there's certain things that you can get carried away with too. I know, uh, one example I mentioned is when you have an event and you have photos from an event and you're going to go, you're going to go with the content trickle here and you've got 50 photos and by God, I have 50 days worth of content or split it in half. I'm going to do it twice a day. I have 25 days. Hmm. People may get real tired of seeing that, especially if some of the photos aren't particularly exciting. If you have a series or a theme like, you know, oh, hey, I'm a photographer and I went around and I took I took a shot from, I don't know, a dozen different places around town, you know, fall or seasonal, winter, snowfall. That's pretty cool. You could probably do that within like, you know, a series of one a day for however long. But if you covered, you know, my daughter's little grade school dance and you're doing like one a day like that, it's going to get pretty boring pretty quick. And that's the type of stuff you might just want to throw into a, a photo gallery, a photo album, depending on what service you're using. Post a couple at a time within a few days or something of that nature. Because then, you know, two weeks later after the event, who really cares about it anyway? So you got to be careful to too, because the content trickle could backfire on you and you could actually bore and or lose audience. People are like, I don't want to follow this anymore. This is all they post about is this one thing that happened, you know, three weeks ago. And it doesn't even have to be an event that was three weeks ago. It can be like the same thing in the case of, you know, the, the photos. You just have to be careful with some of that stuff. And you, you know, you know how to gauge your own audience. But speaking of gauging and engaging or gauging your audience, that is measuring, getting a feel for them. I always like to go back to a circus mentality. 
I've had people joke around with me about this, but I learned this many years ago from someone else who's very wise in promoting events. They uh, always talk about, you know, the P.T. Barnums of the world, right? Barnum and Bailey, the big circus, the big tent, the big top. You didn't just have elephants. You just didn't have clowns. You just didn't have the monkeys or the lion tamers or the trapeze artists and all this and that. And I've probably mentioned this before on this very program, but it's always good, too, in the event of what I was just talking about. If you're splitting up a blog post like that and it's on like it's kind of in the same theme of a topic and you do have something else to talk about, just think about this show in and of itself. This is kind of like a variety of different types of content marketing. This kind of applies to everything as an umbrella. But you know what? In the past weeks, I've talked about YouTube. I've talked about podcasting. I've talked about blogging individually in and of itself. Different components of some of those, like handling negative comments on social media. Those are the type of things where you kind of break up the monotony. Not everything's going to apply to everyone. I like the circus mentality. It works well with ice cream, works well with pizza too. The ice cream analogy is here. Some people want vanilla. Some people want chocolate. Some people want the swirl cone. Some people will eat all of them. Some people will only like one. Then there's the people who want the strawberry cone too, <laughs> the Neapolitan flavor. Am I right? So you kinda, you're, you're kind of um, broadcasting that to the masses, trying to catch as many fish in your net as possible. And you know what? By mixing some of the things up, you're making yourself a little content salad there. You're mixing it up and you're going to get probably the best of all these different worlds when you're kind of using the circus mentality, when you're doing a little bit of a content trickle, when you're wrangling and roping in and getting yourself on a schedule and with a calendar. I've mentioned some of the different tools you can use to help with doing content marketing on a schedule. Look back on in the archives here, uh, wherever you may be listening, or you know, after so long, some of these start to fall off of places like iTunes or definitely up on YouTube where they last forever, it seems. But you could always visit my website as well as jokekuzma.com and take a look for some of those past episodes. And then you will have some tools, different apps and software and different tricks and tips in order to help, you know, Put this content trickle and get your plan and your strategy all in order for all of your different content marketing campaigns. If you have any questions for me, as always, feel free to catch me on the website. You've already heard it a few times, jokuzma.com. As always, I encourage my listeners out there, be safe, be good. Yes, be good. And I'll catch you later. Hi, folks. This is Joe Kuzma. <laughs> no, don't worry. You're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.